Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with Abby Halberstadt. She is M is for mama. She's the M. She is a mama. She's a mama <laughs> of a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure people probably don't call you M. They probably call you Abby. They call um, me mama too. <laughs> do they? Yes, they message me and they start with, hey mama. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny about that is I, I think in my mind, like that would make you seem old, right? For another adult to call you mama. But you're not old. You're you're young. I think you're younger than me, actually. I'm 40. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know how oh, old you are. <laughs> I'm 48, almost 49. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're too young to be called mama by other adults. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Um, Abby, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you back with me. We are going to talk about Abby's new book. It's called Hard is Not the Same Thing as Bad. And if you listened to my last episode with Abby, she kind of alluded to this a little bit. And, and we talked a little bit about how Hard is not the same thing as bad. And we're going to dig deep into that this week because as homeschool moms and as moms, this is a lesson that I think is so relevant to all of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we get into our conversation, though, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. Try them out for free. They have a 100% money back guarantee if it doesn't work for you and your family. Uh, so it, there's there's nothing to lose by trying math. If maybe the curriculum you're using for math isn't working so well, even at the beginning of the school year, uh, try them out, ctcmath.com. Well, Abby, welcome back to the podcast. I know so many of our listeners are already familiar with you, but for those who are not, introduce yourself and your family to us. Sure. Yeah. My name is Abby Halberstadt. I um, have been writing at MS for Mama for about 12 years. But my first and primary responsibility is training up and teaching my children at home. And I have 10 of them. And we just graduated our first at 17 this last spring. And then it goes all the way down to two and a half year old, actually almost three year old in a month, uh, twins. And I have two sets of twins, which is really fun. It's a really cool dynamic, especially considering they were born on the very same calendar day, not the same year, obviously, but eight years apart on the same day. And one set is identical girls, one set is identical boys, which is just, I don't know, such a unique, unique dynamic to have in our home. And we really enjoy it. Um, We live in East Texas and I am a fitness instructor, have been for about 16 years. I do that on the side. And then the Lord has given me this incredible privilege to write books now. And so I released Emma's Rama about a year and a half ago. And Hard is Not the Same Thing as Bad is coming out in about a month. And I really, uh, my mentor and the kind of de facto editor of my books, who does them for free just because she loves having like first look at every single chapter, and she's one of my dearest friends, is like, I'm so excited about Hard Hard is Not the Same Thing as Bad because while I loved Emma's for Mama and I felt like it was really necessary as kind of the baseline for where you're coming from, Hard is Not the Same Thing as Bad is like the heartbeat of what you do and say and teach Mm. and, and live or at least that's the goal for the Lord, yeah. obviously, to the glory of God. And so she's like, I think people are just going to see that this is kind of where your passion is. So I hope I hope and pray that that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I want to talk about the book. And I think I, I love the title. You know, some books you read the title and you're like, I'm not really exactly sure what that book is about. Yeah. This one, it's in the title of the book. Yeah. And I feel it's almost like one of those books that like you just read the title and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Hard is not the same thing as bad. And yeah. we live in a society today, of course, where we want everything easy. We want mm-hmm. everything to be fun. We don't want to be inconvenienced by anything or anybody, nope. especially our families. Oh, yeah. And having kids can be hard and yes. it's really hard. And marriage can be really hard. Amen. And being 
a family member and a friend and a daughter and all the roles that we fill can sometimes be really, really hard. And and I, I think you hit it right on the head that just because it's hard doesn't mean it's bad. So tell me how you jumped into this whole idea. Like, where did that even come from? Did you hear that somewhere? Or did you just one day think, you know what, this is really, really hard, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Where did that come from? It was a walk with my best friend, Lindsay, who does the art in both of my books. Um, And so we were walking along and I was talking to her about all these DMs that I was getting from moms who were wanting a solution to the thing that they were struggling with. They wanted the easy out. You've Mm -hmm. been a mom for this amount of time. You have five or six kids. Tell me the trick that helps me bypass the hard. And I was just telling her, like, that's not how the Lord has designed life to work. Because I was in the midst or like right on the edge, kind of the outer edge of having walked through about a year and a half of my twin toddler girls being absolutely insane. (laughs) Like, Mm. I were just, everything was a fight. Everything was a meltdown. Everything was a sensory overload. Everything was a screaming match. They actually weren't super defiant, but they just could not regulate their emotions at all. And so getting them to eat, getting them in their car seats, get it just, and that's not the hardest thing I've ever walked through by far, but I was in motherhood looking at this, like I could throw up my hands and say, none of these tips and tricks that these people want from me are actually working with these people, with these children, these toddlers. Or I can say, Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary of doing good. I'm not at the harvest time yet. We are just barely into like three years old with these girls. We've got to, we've got to hang in here in the hard. And so as I was walking, talking with my friend, I said, the thing is they want, they want to bypass to the hard, but sometimes the hard is where the growth is because hard is not bad. Mm. It's not the same thing. Sometimes it's bad, but it's not, it doesn't equate bad. And I kind of stopped and she goes, well, tell them that. Tell them that. (laughs) Like, That's probably what they need to hear more than anything is the thing that you're trying to avoid at all costs is probably the greatest source of maturity that you will ever encounter. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. God is interesting in that he takes us on these journeys um, of highs and lows, ups and downs, you know, and it is hard to walk through the difficult Mm. times in our lives. But oftentimes I think as Christians and in our culture today, in the relevant church that, you know, is, is alive today, um, a lot of these churches are spouting this, you know, we want just pray, you know, we want the easy thing. They, they, they want to just throw a coin into a machine and they want God to pop out the easy thing for mm-hmm. them Yeah. instead of the Lord taking us through these trials. And sometimes he takes us through these, well, always he takes us through these to grow us because mm-hmm. he loves us and he cares about us. I, you know, I hate seeing my kids suffer. I don't sure. like seeing them do hard things. It's really, really difficult for me. But sometimes I realize they have to do the hard thing in order to accomplish whatever it is they're trying to accomplish or in order to succeed at this thing that they're trying to succeed at. And the Lord does the same with us. Absolutely. So you talked about your your kids. and So your 11-year-olds, right, are your mm-hmm. twin girls. Yes. So, so this has been several years ago. How yes. many did you have ahead of them? So you at that time had how many kids? At that time, I had a baby, the two toddlers, and three older, so six kids. Okay, so so you had your hands full. Yeah. How did the Lord get you through that? Because I know it's not just a magic pill. You can't no. just say, "Oh, just do this, and everything's going to be fine." Right. You're being real with these moms, saying, "Yeah, it's okay to grapple with the hard." Where do you take them from there? Right. So the subtitle of my book is The Perspective Shift That Could Completely Change the Way You Mother. Mm. In other words, that's the starting point. 
That's not the be all end all. Just because you write hard is not the same thing as bad on a post-it note does not guarantee that your attitude is going to be great when your toddler throws that fit or your teenager says something really ugly to you or your adult child is not walking in the faith, like incredibly hard stuff. Or, I mean, God forbid your child has cancer. Like we have Mm. friends that are walking through that right now. And they could look at me and say that it's a slap in the face to say that our heart is not bad. But notice I did not say all heart is not bad. Mm -hmm. I said, it's not the same thing as. When we make that perspective shift in our minds, it helps us to then say, okay, so if there could be some good in this, what's my responsibility, Lord? And I'm going to tell you, when you pray open prayers like that, they're scary because the Lord is going to say, your responsibility is to respond in kindness even when someone else abuses you and lies about you or screams in your face or, you know, you think your kids are bullying you, whatever the situation. Because my husband told me, he said, I don't think this should just be a motherhood book. This is true for every Christian. And Mm. I said, yeah, my primary audience right now is mothers. We'll see if it will go, you know, from there. But that jumping off point of at least not viewing yourself as a victim is Mm -hmm. so crucial. From there, there's all kinds of steps we can take. We can practice self-control. We can grow in the fruit of the Spirit. We can rely on the Lord to bring mentors in our life that would give us practical tips to help with our job or our relationships or our children or whatever. But at least you've stopped looking at every bad thing that comes or hard thing that comes your way as bad. And yeah. that's that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. As you're writing this book, I know you're talking to a broad audience, but you're talking to different kinds of people, right? You've got your optimists and you've got your pessimists who always call themselves realists, right? Every time they're like, (laughs) I'm not being a pessimist. I'm just being realistic. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. There is some truth to that sometimes, but it, but people have different personalities and, and then in the different personalities, you tie in different struggles in life. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really hard. I think it's hard to write a book like this that can just like cover everybody with one big blanket and say, okay, everyone, we're all the same, but we're not all the same. So how do you relate to all the different people as you, as you were writing this? And I, I know, I know you well enough in your ministry to know that you wrote this with a lot of prayer and intention. Mm. It didn't just, you know, flow out of your pen. As you wrote this, how did you write it to a broad audience where it could meet the needs of each person, whatever circumstances they're dealing with? So uh, one thing that I say, and I devote a chapter to this, that we won't all have the same ticket to the same struggle bus. And that is okay. We can rely on the Lord 
we do not have to be looking around us to try to find the hard that matches our own to validate us or to justify us. And usually when we start doing that, we find a lot of discontentment discontentment and bitterness. So I actually kind of address that head on in the book. This is a book about challenges and struggles more than it is about straight up suffering or or torment. So Mm -hmm. there are books for that. But this is more like, what do we do with those things in our life that we just feel like are kind of grinding against us? And Mm -hmm. it can apply to suffering. Absolutely. Um, My sweet mom has a contribution in the chapter, and she has lived a life of suffering in many ways. And I included her to be all things to all people who will say, but you haven't walked through this specific struggle. And I can come and say, my mom's walked through something very specifically similar to that. She's suffered way more than I have. And yet she still says, stay the course, trust yourself to a just judge. Don't revile when you're reviled. You know, these are all scriptural principles. So I think ultimately what I'm always striving prayerfully to do is bring it back to the principle because I can't go into the specifics of every single person's life. It's impossible. Sure, sure. Yeah, you you speak to such a wide audience on, uh, you know, on your platform. God's given you a big platform, Abby. And I love that you always bring it back to scripture, you know, but God, but God, what is God allowing you to go through? And why is he allowing you to go through this? Mm-hmm. Can you share some stories with us, personal stories, maybe, um, maybe that are okay for you to share on the podcast? of some things that the Lord has brought you through that have been hard. Um, and, and of course, you've shared your story of, of your toddlers when they yeah, are anybody. Yeah. And I think that we've been through that. You know, that's a, a common mom struggle. Um, but what are some things that you or maybe some of your family members have been through where you've just really been able to bring this out and say, okay, this is really hard. This is really hard, but it's going to be okay. And this is not always bad. So I referenced that a little bit with my mom. And I have a couple of chapters that talk about some really difficult family struggle and trauma that I grew up with. I think a lot of people, because I talk well of my parents, Mm -hmm. because I speak of the scriptural principles that they strove really hard to instill in my brother and me, assume that I grew up in a hunky-dory, perfect home environment. But the fact of the matter is that both of my parents have tons of trauma in their background. They were raised by people who either weren't Christians at all or claimed Christ and maybe didn't really understand what that meant at all. And they were genuinely mistreated. And so they were the first step in breaking generational curses, but generational mm-hmm. curses very very rarely disappear in one generation, you know? Right. And so a lot of that has trickled down into my life. There has been a lot of sorrow. My dad has very significant struggles that I talk about in more detail than I will right here, but mm-hmm. still not to the detail that people would love me to because people really right. want to wallow in details. Yeah. And what I want to share is I know what actual struggle and suffering feels like. I know what it's like to have searing pain in your heart over a relationship. I know what it's like to hate someone and to have the Lord have to redeem that. And yet to be on the other side of that bitterness and see that the Lord not only redeemed the years, the locust had stolen, like the Bible talks about, but has actually made change in both my heart and my dad's heart and my family's life has been such a a joy that I wouldn't have experienced. And I will tell you this, I do think that the Lord has us walk through things like miscarriage, which I have experienced, like parents who have significant mental health struggles and hurt you, you know? They they aren't what you would choose, you know, in many cases. That it gives you so much more empathy and yeah. ability to sit with people and say, 
not the I've done exactly everything that you've done, but I, I know what that hurt feels like. And I'm telling you, the, it's not too big for the Lord. Nothing mm-hmm. can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Right, right. I think we have this idea, of course, especially with social media, that everyone else's life is better. Oh, and yeah. we compare ourselves always. It, it's mm-hmm. impossible not to. But we don't see really what's going on behind the scenes. And you mentioned earlier the fruit of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Like those are the things that God is trying to instill in us, even as adults. And it's hard to to become those things and then pass that on to our kids. And, you know, we talk all the time, we can't pass on to our kids what we don't have. And so this is one of those principles, I think, that if we can learn as moms that heart is not bad. We can learn to do the hard thing and we can learn through the struggle and still praise God in the process of it and say, Lord, yeah. you are faithful. You are good. Even in the midst of this really, really, really hard circumstance. Even when my emotions do not tell me that this is right. true and they are literally screaming, this is all bad. This can never be used for good. It will always right. be this way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because our kids watch us. Yeah. I mean, they they watch every move we make. They're, they're watching us. And that doesn't mean we can't fail sometimes because we're going to. Um, but but wow, what a great principle for us to learn as moms so that we can pass this on to our kids. Um, we are out of time. We're going to come back on Wednesday, talk more about Abby's new book, Hard is Not the Same Thing as Bad. If you guys have not yet gotten a copy of it, we will put a link in the show notes so that you can get your own copy. It's a beautiful book and beautifully illustrated. You actually mm-hmm. said that your, your friend illustrated it and she's done a incredible job of illustrating it. Um, So fun that you guys get to work together. Uh, Tell people where they can find out more about you and your ministry. So I hang out on social media at m.is.4.mama. You got to get those periods in there or people can't read it correctly on Instagram. (laughs) I'm also on Facebook. You can find my podcast on YouTube and I have a whole podcast with the same name, MS for Mama. And you can find me at msformama.net where my blog is. Sounds great. Thank you, Abby. We'll put all those links in the show notes. If you guys have not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rocked the Homeschool Revolution, good golly, what are you guys waiting for? It's free. You can stream it for free. Go to schoolhouserockedmovie.com or you can just find it as well as everything else we have going on on our website at schoolhouserocked.com. Stay tuned to the very end so you can hear a clip of what's coming up next on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here next time. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. It's mom after mom saying, nobody told me how little time I would have for myself, Mm. how hard these kids would be, how much I would dislike their personalities, how much I would hate the monotony of putting food on the table every single day. Nobody told me, and they always say this, I love my kids, don't get me wrong, but I hate being a mom. And I think it's because they're believing the lie that no one person should quote unquote be required to die to themselves this much. 